On Rural Queensland today across the Resonate Broadcast Network, you're with Ben Dorman. It's uh, Wednesday morning, the 20th of July. University of Southern Queensland Professor Jeff Dunn joins us this morning. Jeff, good morning. Thanks so much for being with us. Oh, ben, good morning, mate. Good morning to your listeners. Uh, this is a huge statistic that I'm going to say and very worrying, that prostate cancer is now the most common cancer diagnosed in Australia. That's overtaking breast cancer. And the University of Southern Queensland is at the forefront of the response from intervention treatment trials to virtual care models. I I just want to start by saying that I don't think anybody would have realised that the estimates are that 24,217 Australian men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer this year compared to 20,640 women diagnosed with breast cancer. I don't think anybody ever would have envisaged that prostate cancer was the number one cancer. To me, that's scary. There is so many things that is preventable, but that is a scary statistic because it's, I suppose, breast cancer we see and hear so much. We see pink test matches. We see so much talk around it. We probably just don't see the the chat around prostate cancer like we see with breast cancer, if if I'm honest. Well, well, Ben, you're right. I mean, it's a wake-up call, isn't it? It certainly is. It's a call to action. So, as you said, prostate cancer is the most common cancer diagnosed in Australia. There, you, you mentioned twenty-four thousand, well over twenty-four thousand men each year. That's sixty-six um, men each day, and sadly, uh, three thousand five hundred men die from this disease each year. Wow. And you're right; we've got a job to do. We, we've definitely got a job to do in raising awareness about prostate cancer. Can I just talk about the University of Southern Queensland? You guys are obviously at the forefront, and you've partnership with the Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia, you've been appointed as the Queensland Chair. What are the the big things that you're looking to try and achieve and and how do we we try and look at treatment trials and and interventions? Is there a process for men listening to this today that can do stuff that is early prevention? Like, and, and that's what I'm worried about. The early prevention for me, my father's had prostate cancer, he had his prostate removed, he lives a healthy life. But a lot of blokes are like, I'm not having my prostate. And we know why they don't want their prostate removed. We all understand that. Um, um, and, and we get it. I get it. I get it completely. I could think of nothing worse. But I tell you what, I want to be around for my grandkids and my kids more than, Well, you do you know, know what? That's, that's so true, Ben. Mate, and before we get on to the research stuff, I, I suppose it's true. Look, you know, in, in Australia now, our, our five-year survival rates for prostate cancer, so the news is not all, it's not all doom and gloom. I mean, you know, our five-year survival rates, and that's a statistic which is used as a benchmark to compare how well we're doing yeah. you know, globally and stuff. Our five-year survival rates for prostate cancer in Australia are among the best in the world. They're about 95 96% across the board, which is fantastic. Now, you know, 20 years ago, it was in the 60%. I mean, we wanted 100%, of course. But that's been magnificent progress. But but sadly, you know, only about 36% of prostate cancers in Australia are detected in the early stage. And this is what you were talking about. You know, how do you get this thing early to give yourself the best possible chances when it comes to treatment and and, and less complex treatment, less invasive treatment, you know, treatment that's not going to cause too much of an impost in quality of life. We need to we need to actually make sure that blokes out there and those people out there that care about them, you know, their partners and wives and family members yeah. understand that prostate cancer is an issue. It's prevalent. There's a lot of it. Um, and there are guidelines. And just very quickly, mate, if you're a bloke out there and you're over 50 
Now, current guidelines, you need to talk to your general practitioner about your prostate health. Talk yeah. to him or her, make some decisions about testing. If, if you're a bloke out there, and Ben, this applies to you. If you're a bloke out there with a family history, so you've got a father, brother, uncle, uh, a prostate cancer, you really should talk to your GP from age 40 about your prostate health because uh, for prostate cancer, family history uh, is a risk factor. Huge. Now, now, that doesn't mean, yeah, well, it is. Now, that, but it doesn't mean you're going to get it, but it does mean that you're at increased risk of getting it. So from age 40, you do need to be talking to your general practitioner. Um, and look, this, mate, I've got to say, in the last uh, five, even in the last five years, there have been some magnificent advances in technology, uh, clinical practice, how we treat this disease, you know, new sort of nuclear-related targeted therapies, which is personalized medicine, which is essentially radiation therapy delivered into your bloodstream. It's incredible stuff. Uh, new scanning techniques, imaging techniques to help diagnose prostate cancer to make the diagnostic process, you know, much more accurate and, and less invasive. So there's been terrific things happening. We just need to get the, the message out there, um, and this is where USQ is playing a, a leading role, that there are things that can be done and also, you know, focus on what, what's happening now with, with such high survival rates, mate, more men getting diagnosed. There are more and more men out there who are being diagnosed and treated and living for decades with prostate cancer. Some of them have side effects. So a real focus for us is actually, uh, you know, we want men to live longer when they've been diagnosed with prostate cancer, but we also want them to live well. And our, we've got a particular focus on, you know, survivorship and prostate cancer survivorship essentials. Can I ask you this? The, the, the statistic, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you as a professor at USQ, so you understand yep. this, that, the stat that shows to me is that if you are Australian men living regionally or rural in Australia, you have a 24% higher rate of dying from prostate cancer than in urban counterparts. Is that because we're not raising the awareness enough in the bush that people to say it'll be right and we leave it too late? Is that is that the big the, – the, is that why this statistic is higher – if you live in regional or rural Australia compared to whether or not you live in the cities? Well, mate, you know, and it is a frightening statistic, isn't it? Yeah, it really you know, is. I mean, you know, so to all our friends and colleagues and family members out in the bush, you know, this is a statistic, you know, 24% higher risk of uh, dying. So, look, you know, we wish it was a straightforward equation so we could work it out. It, it's sort of complicated. And there are some of the things, there are lots of things involved, Ben, some of the things you've touched. For example, you know, is it attitudinal stuff? So blokes, blokes in the bush, it'll be right. Oh, got a bit of pain down there, but oh, well, you know, I'll see the doctor next month or next month or, you know, or, or, or just preparedness to put up with things, uh, whereas perhaps, you know, that wouldn't be the case in larger centres. So it was about attitudinal stuff. Is it about just distance generally, you know, the fact that you're further from things? Is, is it about system, health system-related issues, like how far you are from a GP? You know, what sort of services you can get out there in the regional areas? And, mate, I've I, I got to tell you, it's complex. You know, it's, it, for example, when you look at all cancers, not just prostate cancer, but all cancers, you know, we see differences, the inner region, the inner regional areas. So, you know, not the ones right out past, you know, you know out past Roma and, yeah. you know, out past Longreach. They're actually doing, some of them are doing better than some of the inner regional areas, which are the closer in ones. Yeah. So there's, it's not just a straight line issue, and we're trying to tease that out. Critical to it all, though, as you said in that, in, in, you mentioned in your question, 
is raising awareness. You know, if, if you're out there, understand what your risk factors are. So if you've got a family history, and, and then when you turn 50, when you have your annual checkup, and hopefully blokes are, you know, or you're talking to your GP, talk about prostate cancer health. And, and these sorts of things will... These sorts of things will actually help us address this because once again, the earlier we detect the disease, you know, the, the, the better the chances for treatment and the less invasive treatment. I think you're right. What is USQ doing at the moment? What, what are you guys, obviously this trials, wh- where do you hope to get to? Well, there's a few things happening, mate. And I, I suppose a couple I've, I've picked up. So first of all, at, at University of Southern Queensland, we've led, you know, the national approach to prostate cancer survivorship and essentials. So, We've developed the framework, which are rolling out, and the, you know the urologists and the radiation therapists and the medical oncologists and the health systems have all signed on board, and they're agreeing. So we're we're putting in place a new framework to to make sure that we you know pay attention to those important things for men and their families when a diagnosis has been made. Quality of life is important. Another exciting thing we're doing is working with uh, Westmorton Hospital and Health Service now. That's Westmorton's based in Ipswich, but it includes five um, sure. regional hospitals. Yeah. Um, they developed a virtual care platform, which is back to base, so it's, it's spanned by nurses 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And, and we're experimenting on using their virtual care platform. We've modified it specifically for men who have been treated for prostate cancer. So they get an iPad, and when they go home, they can actually put data in on that iPad, and it goes back to base, and they can talk to the nurses. So if you're in regional Australia, you're actually in contact. If you've got symptoms, if you've got concerns, you can be monitored. It, it prevents or it limits the, the requirement for you to jump in a car and drive you know, six hours to a hospital. It actually, it, it's actually about providing improved care um, at home uh, with re- reducing the need to come in and, and spend time in hospitals. And, you know, we started the pilot program. The initial, the initial data is very, very promising. Ben, we're pleased with that. And, We'll be looking to run that out as a major trial over the coming years. Another exciting one we've done, we've, we've picked up a couple of million dollars through the National Health and Medical Research Council Partnership Grant Scheme to, to run a trial to look at ways to improve outcomes for men who go on hormone therapy. Now, hormone therapy is a particular type of treatment for prostate cancer. It can have side effects, which are, which are unpleasant. Um, sure. So essentially, it's reducing the testosterone because prostate cancer can engage with testosterone in your bloodstream to help it to help it grow and spread. So it's really limiting testosterone essentially in in, in men. But it has side effects. So yeah. muscle mass drops away, bone density drops away. You can put on weight. You can have mood swings. Um, you can have all sorts of things uh, which, sure. which are unpleasant for men. Um, and it's difficult for men. So we've actually got a trial which we're running through University of Southern Queensland now, looking at new interventions to improve outcomes from men who have to go on hormone therapy. And these are just a couple of things. And these interventions, I must say, are ones which are portable for, for regional Australia. So for blokes out there in the bush that need to have these sorts of treatments or, or have had treatments, you know, we're looking at ways we can look after them back in their communities without having to drag them back into major centres. For, consult- for consultations in big hospitals. Yeah, um, and it's just phenomenal. We we need to have these discussions more, Jeff. Um, I think it's phenomenal that um, that you guys at USQ are, are actually right at the forefront of trying to find these interventions. 
Prostate cancer is the most common cancer diagnosed in Australia now, overtaking breast cancer. That is real, and we need to do everything to raise more awareness of it. Appreciate your time this morning, Professor Jeff Dunn. Um, thank you. We will talk again. I really appreciate your time this morning. Thank you, Ben. I do appreciate it. Good on you. Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Not far away, we're going to talk with Kevin Walters. Also, Cyril Close after the Roma Market Report had in excess of 10,000 head there yesterday. This is Rural Queensland today.